0: We, both tell. we are recording. Wow. David. Hey, how's it going? How you doing, bestie? I'm
1: thriving. I'm 30, flirty, and thriving.
0: Uh, whoa, that was a throwback, honestly. I wasn't <laughs> expecting that one. I
1: just watched that for like, the first time, like, a couple you weeks ago. You just
0: watched 13 Going on 30?
1: Yeah, I watched it with Tommy for the first time. You
0: hadn't seen it before? No. What did you think?
1: Um, It was an early... 2000s rom-com
0: you didn't love it
1: it was amazing
0: i'm 30 30 flirty (laughs) i'm
1: 30 30 also and 30 baby 30
0: um i was talking today with david about how i'm gonna turn 27 next month and how that feels old 26 didn't feel old. 27, that feels old. You know what I mean?
1: A slow climb to 30.
0: No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm going to blink and be 30. And not that 30 is old, because honestly, like, Charles is almost 30, and he doesn't feel old to me. But also, 30 feels like a big number, you know?
1: Right, double digits. It's not
0: like... it's not like i'm like oh he i'm in my late 20s now i'm like in my 30s and it's like well when am i having a baby when am i <laughs> wait you want to know something funny
1: is it about you having a baby yeah I have it se- better be a third i dog. have
0: i have severe baby fever right now like i want a baby so bad and it's really no it's like really bad because like i shouldn't and like bad it's not a good time you know
1: it's never a good time to have a baby
0: you're right so we should just do it right now. nope that was not the <laughs>
1: takeaway that could not have been the takeaway it's that i wanted to never a good time
0: give. so we might as well go what did you say about me having a baby you were mad when i told you i wanted to have a baby in the next five years
1: i don't remember what i said probably please fucking don't you
0: basically were like you won't be my fun friend anymore right i'll have to carry your stroller today today uh, friends wait did you have any other like things you wanted to talk about from your week
1: what i do how um, was your week I was on accidental vacation. My job got canceled four days in a row.
0: He will not stop talking about it. It's amazing. I know. You were very excited. Today's main topic for the Glow Standards podcast is we thought it would be fun to – we had a couple of different ideas that we weren't sure if they could be like full-on podcasts. Um, so we decided to mix them all together into one, and that is talking about growing up in a small town and in turn, our first few jobs that we had as like teenagers slash young adults and um, – yeah we're gonna segue into that you want to start
1: it was bad okay
0: what was your favorite thing about living in a small town and growing up in a small town because we both were born and raised in small towns
1: i think my favorite thing was probably i feel like i made genuine friendships okay which is like you think would be counterintuitive in a small town you don't get to like meet like people that you share similar values with because you just meet fewer people in general but i feel like I made a lot of friendships that I still have today, like more than people that go to like big schools. Like I'm still friends with like you and like, you know, other people, (laughs) I know, I wanted to say their names, but I don't want to bleep them all out. Right. There was like 7% of our friends from high school were like there at Amber's wedding.
0: Right. But our friend Amber got married and we went to her wedding in September and it was kind of like a mini reunion on top of being her wedding because there was just so many of us there who had like gone to high school together and like been through it all together. And it was kind of interesting seeing where everybody was in life and like where everybody landed now that we're all almost 10 years out from high school.
1: Yeah. And I feel like most of them I still talk to.
0: On, like, a decently regular basis.
1: Yeah. Like, I don't talk to a couple of them regularly, but, like, I'm still like,
0: oh, hey, how are
1: you? What's up? Like, how's it going? Bestie. Yeah. Right. What was your favorite part?
0: About growing up in a small town? Yeah. I think my favorite part, I talk about this with Charles a lot because he went to a very large school. He had, like, I think 700 people in his graduating class, which is nuts. Um it's like-
1: 85% of our entire district. I think that's
0: pretty much our entire district. But um, I think the thing that I loved the most about growing up in a small town, especially going to school in a small town was I loved the fact that everybody had equal opportunity to do things like you weren't like, I'm on the basketball team. And that's it. That's all I have time for. That's all I can do. It was like, out of necessity, we all had to do a bunch of different things. So like, I got to be in the art club, I got to do Odyssey of the Mind, I got to do cheerleading, I got to do track and field, I got to do... Right. I got to do um, like soccer when I was in middle school. I got to do theater. I got to do music programs. Like I got to do literally everything that I could have possibly wanted to do. And I was able to kind of like thrive. I wasn't like, you're like a big fish in a small pond. So it's not as stressful. Whereas like there's not as much competition of like, oh shit, like I'm not going to get a part in the musical because so many people are auditioning, like you had opportunity to shine and opportunity to like do things and maybe not be the best at them, but still be allowed to do them. Because I feel like in a bigger school, if you're bad at something, you just don't make the team like you or you don't get to be in it or whatever. Whereas like at our school, we were able to really do everything that we wanted to. There wasn't really any gatekeeping happening. And I think I really liked that aspect of everything.
1: Yeah, that's true, because, like, I was on the swim team, and, like, we didn't even do cuts. <laughs>
0: no, but we, we couldn't afford to do cuts like on any you, of the sports. Like,
1: if you wanted to be on the swim team, you were on the swim team. Like, we didn't do cuts. And, like, same thing with, like, classes, too. Like, if you wanted to take an art class, even if you weren't in, like, an art Specific track, you could still like do art classes. Like, Mm -hmm. I got to take ceramics, even though, like, I was not an art student in any sense, but like, I still have those opportunities.
0: I also like, too, that the teachers I feel like there's a lot of like Charles, especially shits on small towns a lot and small schools because, like, it's very polar opposite to what he knew. But I really liked the fact that all of our teachers knew us and yeah. knew who we were and it's our personal. strengths it was so much more personal like I had such great connections with all of my teachers because they all knew me on a very personal level and it made it so much easier to like go and ask for help or if you needed like there are things that there are classes I would not have passed if I was going to a bigger school the teacher simply would not have had time to like help me in the one-on-one individualized way that I needed assistance whereas like it on our school it was like super easy to be like yeah I need help like once a week can you help me and they would literally just do it you know what i mean
1: yeah what did you hate
0: so this is better what did you hate i love that we spend six minutes on like it was great this is the bad part right i hated the um what's the word well i was in a different position than you were in because my i don't want to give too many details here but my dad was sort of a figure in the community growing up
1: in like a neighboring school district. But
0: also like kind of fell over into our school. Like everyone knew who my dad was when I went to we when I well, went to
1: Yeah, but that's only because of you. I wouldn't I didn't know who your dad yeah, was. Yeah, that's true.
0: But I was kind of um a like I I had a little bit more pressure because everyone knew who my dad was and so I'd be like I was at, for a time I was going to like a middle school that was different than the middle school you went to and I would like talk in class and but the teachers would be like what would your father say if he knew you were doing that and I was like well he has bigger fish to fry Joanne like I don't think he's too fucking worried about me but like what the fuck ever um, so that was annoying but I think on top of that like everybody on top of like okay it's good that your teachers know who you are and everything like that like I think that is a benefit it also was a detriment because everybody knows everything like yeah. in a small town yeah like, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah nothing can happen without every single person finding out about it and I think that was really fucking annoying especially when we were in high school and it led to all of this like really stupid bullshit drama that happened that was just like so annoying because it fully stemmed from just like we were all way too in each other's business like at the time you know what I mean
1: yeah there was no getting away from it drama
0: I am gonna scream what was your least favorite
1: um i think my (laughs) least favorite thing um were the people
0: the republicans
1: yeah we can just say that there were a lot of conservatives
0: even our teachers were like republicans
1: yeah a lot of them for sure which
0: was a problem
1: um yeah kind of gross kind of kind of icky right um and then i think my other least favorite thing was just like the lack of diversity which like when i was going to school i didn't really notice or care about you know what i mean but like looking back i'm like wow it was 99 percent like white yeah cis white kids
0: yeah like pretty much
1: with their fucking carhartt boots and jackets on like we went to such a small school this is not a joke we had tractor day where you would drive your tractor to school like that was a real thing like what the fuck what kind of dystopia is little homo david living in that was a where lot. like the farmers are coming in on their tractors like no it's a nar for me dog well, absolutely not
0: also we had like field days so like if you remember the firemen's field days where like everybody would just go and like everybody in town would just get wasted and like walk through the town and yeah. it was the only dangerous time to be in the town yeah because so many drunk people were just wandering through the streets of our little s town that has like four roads mind you
1: there's like literally two stoplights
0: in the entire town no yeah. there might be three now because we got rid of a stop sign and added a stoplight. So there might be three. Oh my God. I think we moved up. We have literally three stoplights in the entire town. What a Yeah. I'm from the big city. I (laughs) I was going to say, it was really fucking small. I also hated too, like just going, circling back to the Republican thing. It was really annoying because like I wish so badly that I had the education that I do now when I went to school there, because I'll remember some things that like teachers said to me. Like I remember um, one of our teachers who was basically like, she ran the school, like she ran that bitch. Oh my God. She did yearbook. She like ran everything. She planned all the trips, like the class trips. She did all of that. But Definitely, I remember, kind of a bully. I would say not even deaf, like kind of. She was ab- she made me cry multiple times in front of other students. Oh my god, it was funny. He, like, that did, reminds
1: me of a funny story. Do you
0: remember when she did that? Anyway, yeah. So we'll talk about that in a minute. No, yeah, we'll talk so, about
1: yearbook. That'll be a whole little section. A yearbook because is a that great was section. traumatic. I also
0: feel like the only reason it was so traumatic was because we went to a small school. But regardless, yeah. So um, we uh, she was like talking to me about um gay um marriage being legalized because it wasn't legal yet in all 50 states. And she was basically like, well, we can't legalize gay marriage because then what's next? Like, are people going to be allowed to marry animals? And I, at the time, I was like, well, no, that doesn't make any sense. But now I have, like, so many things that I wish I could say to that sentiment because that's the most fucking stupid, like, ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my entire life. And I wish that I knew then wish I knew then what What I I know now now. because like I would have had so many better comebacks and also just kids being openly racist and homophobic in our school happened like a lot I would say um there was a lot of instances of like blatant racism and homophobia not from everyone but definitely from like especially a lot of the kids that were lived more in the rural parts of town.
1: We'll call them tractor riders. The
0: tractor riders definitely were very problematic and I again I wish I knew then what I know now so I could right. have like combat. Not that I wasn't against it always, but I more mean like I am so much more educated on those topics now that I feel like I could have actually like broken it down of like why the fuck that's so fucking You
1: don't have like the lexicon to no, like be yes. like um you, you could be like, that's not, I don't agree with that. That's what I would but, say. I'd be <laughs> like, that's
0: bad, guys. Like, don't say that. Then, <laughs> right. But, like, now I could write them a dissertation on why they're fucking idiots, and I wish yeah. I could have done that back then. Yeah. But anyway, also, David and I were in yearbook, and we have some traumatizing oh my God. stories. Yeah. This actually, you know what, David? This was kind of our first job leading oh, into the job, yeah. It
1: kind of was. So, yearbook at our school was, I think when we did it, there was, like, six of us, like, total doing the yearbook. I joined- Senior year. Late- I, yeah, I only did it for one year. You did two, right?
0: I did it for two years. I have no idea why I went back the second year after realizing what it was. But um, anyway. So
1: we had like a lot of responsibility. Like we made the whole yearbook and like that might not sound like a lot of work but like we have like a very high quality yearbook like it's like it's got candidates and everyone every year like student has a section and like it was everyone's, a full-time job everyone's names are like written in it and like you have to like organize all the pictures and we designed the cover well, and like all the teachers have their own little picture with their own name next to it and it's just yeah. like it's a lot of work like there's like a probably there's just under a thousand kids in the district when we were doing it and then we also had to do like staff and stuff so like if you think about like putting like a thousand pictures in plus staff and then like writing their name and making candids. sure their name is spelled correctly and then we would go around and take pictures and Sports do candid. like one time amber and i had to go to the golf course to take pictures of the golf team like doing that so we like went and we like got a golf this was actually super fun we like went and like got a golf cart and like just drove around this fucking golf course and like took random ass fucking pictures to put in the yearbook
0: we also had to find sponsors for the yeah. yearbook entirely on our own so we had to go to businesses it was like
1: cold calling
0: literally cold calling all these businesses being like hi what type of ad would you like to put into the yearbook this year because there was like 20 pages of advertisements remember i remember senior year our teacher, who, by the way, that I think it was made worse by the fact that this teacher, she, I'm not joking when I say she ran this school. Like she was not the principal; she was a history teacher, but she ran this bitch. Like she was. She went to this high school she, when she was yes. in school.
1: She worked there for literally forever. She like she was the only teacher with two things. One, her phone was not mounted on the wall; it was on her desk. It was. The only teacher in the entire school. Only one. And then, she also had a TV in her room.
0: But it was a TV that could play cable and could also play like YouTube videos and was like the,
1: VHS. She tapes was for, like, the only no no no. DVDs. It was
0: like DVDs. She didn't even have yeah. a VHS one. She was the only teacher who had like a flat screen TV in like, her like you room. know
1: those wheelie carts that they would like bring to your school yes. in, like elementary school. Like she had just like one of those permanently hooked up to cable. Like she like the only teacher. She was Buck Wild. She also
0: had nothing blocked on her computer. So in her computer only you could go on like YouTube. You could go. You could you probably could have gone on Pornhub if you wanted to. Like you could have gone literally anywhere on her computer. But anyway, she had a lot of sway and she also organized all of the class trips. She organized like everything. But the bigger problem with doing this class, because it was technically a class, like we got credit for it. Yeah,
1: but we didn't like go to class.
0: No, it was like, it was like whatever You had a free period, you went to her room basically. But she also treated us like her assistants for all of the other things that she had to do. So it wasn't just that we were making this yearbook, because I think that in and of itself would have been stressful, but it wouldn't have been that bad. We were also like Collecting permission slips from people. Going to Wegmans to buy gift cards and foods. We had to do the senior breakfast.
1: Where, uh, one time,
0: we were the seniors and we had to put together time, the breakfast.
1: Literally one time about senior breakfast. So Hannah and I went to Wegmans mm-hmm. to go pick up the food or whatever and, like, Wait, so much Wait, should food. explain
0: what senior breakfast is because I don't think a lot of people have that. It was
1: just, like, we went. It was, like, one of the last days of school early in the morning that we, like, watched, like, a slideshow. All of
0: the seniors went. Everybody wore white. Yeah. We took our class picture that day. Yeah. And we ate, like, a really yummy breakfast.
1: Yep. And so we had to go pick up all the food for that.
0: Despite being the seniors that were supposed to be being celebrated, might I add? Right. But anyway. And
1: so we also had to get gift cards. For a, a few people, just like thank you, like cards or whatever. We
0: had like people that were close to our class that were like special, not like teachers. Like we had a um a woman who did interpreting for actually one of our friends at the time. Um, so we got like her a gift card. It was like a bunch of random yeah. people who were like important to our class.
1: And so we get all this food. We bring it into the cafeteria. We put it in the refrigerators. And then we're like, where are the gift cards? Where are the gift cards? Mind you,
0: this, this teacher is... Brutal.
1: Scary. Scary. Like one time we had to go do yearbook. We had like a yearbook meeting before school. She did that all the time. She would have us come in at 6.30 in the morning. So we had to be there like super early. And I remember one day it was like super snowy and I had to go pick up one of the other girls that was on yearbook and it was like super snowy and I couldn't even like go up this girl's driveway. Like that's how snowy it was. And I was like, we're going to be late and she is going to lose it she so she like did. here i am driving like semi recklessly because like i'm so afraid of what's gonna happen if i'm one minute late she
0: would scream at you for being one oh my minute god late. oh my god she scream. would totally yell at you scream
1: and i remember we got there on time and this girl and i are running, running. down the halls ra fucking ning down the halls and then we get there, and I literally have my phone, and I'm like, it, "It's it, it's 7:20. It's 7:20. I'm not late. I swear to God, I'm not late. I swear to God, I'm not late. I don't care what your clock says. It's 7:20. I'm not late. I'm not late." And she goes, "Oh my God, the roads are bad. If you had been a little late, it would have been totally fine." Who, <laughs> madam? Who, who are, are you? you kidding? Because you're not kidding me. You would have fucking squished me with your shoe she like would've... a bug if I were one the minute late. The other thing
0: that was funny too was this is a year before David was there, but when I was doing it my junior year, I broke my kneecap and I was in a wheelchair, but I had to be there early to set up the senior breakfast for the seniors even though I was just like a junior I still had to be there because it was like part of my job and I literally I was in a wheelchair and I was with um yeah I was with her. I was, she's, a, she's the sweetest person, like this girl I was with. And she came in at the same time as me. I think she might have picked me up, actually. But either way, she's rolling me into the school. And we are like 30 seconds to the time we're supposed to be there. We get to the elevator. The elevator doesn't work. It doesn't show up. Like, the elevator's not coming. I need the elevator. I'm in a wheelchair. It is the only elevator in the entire school. There are no options. No, there
1: are two. But one is new. And it's on, like, the complete opposite of the school. Oh, I didn't even the know school. there was a new one. It was by, like, the music room.
0: Oh, but that one didn't even get you to the second. Floor. Oh, that's right. No, it got you from like the entryway up. Like it right. didn't get you to the second floor. And the floor. elevator
1: that Hannah would have had to take was like built when the school was built. Oh, like it is like so old, Terrifying. so slow, so rickety. Right.
0: So I were waiting on this elevator. Waiting. We get there. I think we were like a minute and thirty seconds late. We're running around the corner. We're sp- like she's she's pushing me, sprinting. My wheels are turning at a rapid. rate There's
1: literally smoke. No, like we <laughs>
0: round we round the corner. A wheel pops up. I'm like, oh my god. She is at the end. She's in her doorway. Because she's about to go down to the cafeteria. We had to be in the cafeteria anyway. Why we were meeting in her classroom beyond me. But regardless, she's standing in her doorway, screaming. Literally screaming at us. Like yelling. She's like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear your excuses. You guys are late. You know. And I was like, I'm in a wheelchair. But anyway. So we, the gift cards. Please go back to the gift cards.
1: Oh my god. So we're like, where are the gift cards? Where the fuck are the gift cards? We bought them with like the school credit card or whatever. It was
0: her personal credit card. It was not the school credit card. That's why it was so bad, especially. Because it was literally her personal credit card that she gave us to go run these errands. There's also one important part to this story that I just think is funny. We didn't want to tell her that we lost them. So we were looking everywhere. Oh and God. I'm not kidding. This was a time when my minivan was a trash hole. Like an absolute trash hole. Always always is. My car's still a trash right. hole. Right. Thank worse. you. That's why I made that I face. You this said, was... Oh,
1: before my car was messy. I, Hannah, I opened up your car door the other day and literal <laughs> trash, <laughs> trash fell out. I don't want to hear. Oh, so... I used to have a really messy car. Yesterday you had a really m- You have a messy car right now. Should so... we bring the camera outside?
0: No. no. So I literally <laughs> Like, we're digging through my car's trash. Tim my, Hortons wrappers. Like, old me- chocolate me- milk jugs. This is a massive minivan. Like, it's huge. We're digging through this car. Like, really desperately trying to find it. We cannot find it anywhere. So we have to go do the thing we don't want to do. And we have to go tell her that we lost these gift cards. Would you like to explain what happened next? Because I'm still traumatized from it.
1: Yeah. I was. She was like, where are the gift cards? And I was like, well, um, we got them from the store. And the thing is, we can't find them. And I was like, well, Hannah's car is really messy. So they're they're just, like, probably in there somewhere. Like, I wouldn't worry about it. And she was like, are you sure you got them from the store? And I was like, yeah. I'm, like, 100% certain that either Hannah and I grabbed them off of the, like, you know how they have, like, the little table, little tray like right next where you put the credit cards i was like right. i'm pretty sure they're right there right or like we got them from there like it's totally fine like i have like it will find, we'll find don't them. worry about it a
0: day passes
1: i get called no to her room
0: i oh you had to do it first and then she put me through it no
1: no 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 she didn't call me in at all i get called to her room I walk in. It's an 11th grade history class. Hannah is bawling her eyes out in the front seat of the classroom. <laughs> she
0: has like a little chair in the front of her I'm
1: house. like, what is going on? And she's like, we can't find the gift cards. And I was like, oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> Oh, fuck. I was in literally crying. Can I tell you what Balling. happened? Balling. And Hannah, you... Hannah's not the only one that I've seen cry at the hands of this woman. No,
0: but does she, so she literally called me in first before she called David and she goes, we can't find the gift cards. And mind you, this was like $300 worth of gift cards, which for us was like, might as well have been a thousand trillion dollars. Like we did not have $300 to make up. I didn't have pr- a job. We didn't have jobs yet. Like this was our job. Like we didn't get paid for <laughs> this it. This was our job we... and we dropped the ball. We dropped the fucking ball. But she calls me into that classroom. She, I don't even really remember what she said because I think she, I blacked out. I'm not kidding. I really think I blacked us out. But she screamed it. Told me how irresponsible I was. In told front me, of a class. In front of a class of like 20 kids. There's like 20 11th graders. Zach was actually, our friend Zach was in that class. And he still remembers this story because he was like, I felt so bad for you. She was berating me in front of this class. And I just broke down. Like I was, it was also the end of the year. And I was, we had so much shit we were doing for this class. I was so stressed out I broke down I was sobbing I was like I am so sorry I was like I will find a way To pay for these Like I'll figure out A way to like Pay you back I feel terribly Like I can't believe this Like I'm ready To call my dad And be like Can you come help me Can you come pick me up I literally was Hysterically crying Okay she made me feel Like I was the stupidest Most worthless piece of shit On the planet For losing these I'm hysterically crying She goes We're gonna call David in here And I'm gonna talk To you both together This is when David Enters the room He goes Oh fuck Hannah's hysterical I was I couldn't contain. Her. I was crying so hard. He was like he is hysterical. And then she gets us both in the room in front of this class of twenty other students. And then she goes, "I just want you both to know that I called Wegmans and you left it on the little tray next to the cash register, and you have to go pick them up tomorrow." So she knew where they were the entire time. She knew where they were. She just <laughs> wanted to belittle and. Ben- <laughs> Looking back on this, I'm like, that was buck
1: fucking wild. Like, I holy
0: shit. I, shit! I screamed at her. I yelled at her. I think I was trying to be joking, but I yelled at her. I was like, "You've got to be kidding me!" I was like, "Why would you not start with Hannah? Don't worry, we did find them." You know what though? I've never left a gift card at a store ever again in my life. She made
1: <clears throat> cry one time too. I don't remember. She exactly made everyone what it cry. Was, she made she everyone was cry. She's like. She was like can you go get like the nineteen fifty six yearbook out of the cupboard over oh my there? God, I remember. And then
0: like, um <laughs> She had um, all the yearbooks since the school started on a cabinet. We have all of the yearbooks. Okay.
1: Can't find it. Can't find it. I don't remember I I don't remember the exact sequence of events, but it did end with crying. I
0: think she told that she was dumb in not so many words. Like, I think she said, like, you're basically a fucking idiot. I also have one more funny story from this class. You weren't there yet, but our junior year, we had to go to this yearbook seminar to pick.
1: Oh, I wasn't there yet. No,
0: but we had to go to the seminar to pick what the theme for the next year's yearbook was going to be. So she's like, I need everybody there at the school, whatever, mind you. My leg is still broken at this time. This was junior year. My leg was broken almost all of junior year. My leg is still broken. (sighs) I get downstairs to the school van that she is going to drive us in to get us to this and she says what are you wearing and I was like <laughs> and I was like I was like, like <laughs> I was like, <laughs>
1: I can literally hear her saying that and like shaking her head oh my god <laughs>
0: like mind you I wasn't I couldn't like wear pants because I had a gigantic knee brace like I couldn't so I was wearing like shorts and like a t-shirt it wasn't like a low-cut t-shirt either it was just like literally shorts and a t-shirt and I was like what do you mean and she was like you wore that to the presentation what are you thinking and I was like I I I didn't know we had to dress up to go meet a yearbook man like I she never told us we had to dress up so I like didn't dress up
1: and it also like wasn't a big Deal. they were just like choosing no. what the cover was gonna look it like and like because like, we could choose the themes inside it was like jostens or something like that's yeah. like the company and like they have software online you just like get to design it and they have like different templates and stuff so they were literally just going to design the front like yeah. what's it gonna look like Is it gonna be a picture Is it gonna be a drawing what was it what was in the front i remember
0: it was um like all the little emojis basically You know what I'm saying? No, I don't remember it. Well, um, so I, she literally screamed Blocked it out. I did too. She screams at me for 10 minutes. um, And then finally she's like, I guess you can go. But she almost didn't let me go on this like trip. And then another time, our senior year, we had this thing called like professional development day where basically 20 kids got chosen to go like do a ride around in a cop car, which like disgusting, Um, go work at like the hospital for a day and like shadow somebody like a nurse at a hospital. Like it was this special thing we got to do. And I got chosen to do it. I show up the day of. Mind you, Sheila had such a problem with how I dressed. She literally told this other girl was she told this other girl she was like make sure Hannah sends you a picture of her outfit before she comes to school so that I know she's dressed appropriately I send this picture of my outfit to this girl this girl is like yep you look totally fine professional whatever I walk into her classroom she goes what are you wearing and I was like you've got to be kidding I was wearing jeans like not anything no rips in them no nothing just like light wash jeans ballet flats and like a nice shirt that is all I was wearing and she literally was like you can't go you're not allowed to go because you wore jeans. And I was like, so I didn't go to school for three days. I literally I literally called my mom. My mom picked me up and I didn't go to school for three days because I didn't want to see her because she made me so sad. She made me feel terrible for that. Um, Classic. She was a lot, basically. So that was kind of our first job. I feel like I can't describe enough to people how much of a job. There's so many more stories we could tell about um, your book. We
1: could do a whole podcast it's just like, on the trauma from that class.
0: It's truly endless how much... I'll never forget there were mistakes in the final copy of the yearbook. I thought she was going to murder us. Oh my us. god!
1: But the worst part about that is, we weren't allowed to look at the senior section because no. it was supposed to be a surprise. So right. a junior and this teacher were in charge of doing it. We like they were locked. We couldn't even see them on the website. We yeah. didn't have access to them, and
0: yet somehow. We were It blamed. was still our fault. <laughs> we were the ones to blame. Also, mind you, we had a hard copy of all of the text that was going in the yearbook. And I think probably 15 people proofread it. Like, we were not the only ones. There was, like, secretary, all the secretaries in the office proofread mm-hmm. it. I think the vice principal and, like, the guidance counselors proofread it. Like, t- this woman had every single person proofread this.
1: She was so powerful. Like, we were, like, <sighs> I would go into the office and one of the secretaries was just rude and mean. And the other one was a was. sweet little baby angel. Agreed. And the principal at the time was a monster.
0: Terrible. I could do a whole podcast on her. God, Jesus. And like, I was like,
1: because they knew I was in yearbook. I could just walk behind the counter. Literally. And we like, could do whatever we wanted. I could wanted. just use the phone. I could just go back there and like, grab stuff. I could go into like, the back where the safe was and all the files. Yep. I could go in with like the superintendent secretaries yep. and be like, hey, I need a file on so-and-so. Yeah. You got it. Sure thing. Coming she right was... up. I'm
0: like, I am just a boy. She. Was... <laughs> I'm,
1: I have no authority here. Was... I'm just a little man. We
0: had to walk around to take candidates for the yearbook. And she would not even you needed a hall pass at our school or like you, you weren't allowed to be going where you were going or right. you had to like go back and get one. She wouldn't even bother giving us hall passes because the entire school and staff knew that we were on her yearbook staff and we got a free pass to do literally whatever we wanted. I mean,
1: it was kind of fun. I will say it was we traumatic. Have some, we
0: did have some fun at the time. I
1: did like it. We
0: did I we did. did also she to be to her credit, when she was nice, she was very nice. Like she would order us food and we oh, would have yep. like mm-hmm. little dinner. Like she was a good teacher in the sense that I think that she did care about us and I think the reason she was so hard on us was because she cared but I think she crossed a lot of boundaries in the road to get there Yeah, that made them kind of traumatic but like she did care about the students yeah, and like sure. this school was her entire life like she genuinely cared about this school like she like we always joked that she like bleeds green because that was our school color yeah
1: she probably is still there she
0: I no, she definitely is still there because the school is still open so like right. the second she leaves it's over but
1: so this turned into yearbook trauma, um, and now we're going to go right ahead and slide into our first jobs, because that was kind of our first job. So do you want to do your first job?
0: Okay. So my first job, I literally have a picture from when I got my very first check. Do you want to know what the job was? This was my very first Wait, job. Wait, I'm
1: thinking. I want to guess.
0: I was in fifth grade. Um, you might know this.
1: Were you a face painter? No. Was that a good
0: guess? No. Shit. So in fifth grade. I
1: could picture Hannah like fifth grade Hannah like fucking just slapping some makeup on some bitches. <laughs> I can literally see it in my mind's eye. So
0: in fifth grade, I did a ton of community theater and I was like um starting to do like more professional community theater. Like not so much like just the stuff you pay for. Like I was doing like actual auditions for like productions you know but i got in with this one production and the director called and he was like hey i know this friend who's looking for somebody to do a commercial and they want to interview you to do and like audition you to do this commercial we think you'd be a great fit so i had a phone call um you're wondering why was it a phone call if it was a commercial it was a radio commercial and so (laughs) i went in i got the part oh my god i did yep i got the part thank you it was a really rigorous audition process i had to talk on the phone for three minutes i got the part i walked into the little studio um and i did my little recording it took i think three minutes i had it was a commercial for um spaying and neutering your pets i wish i was kidding that's literally what the commercial was. i mean a good cause i still remember my line it was here sassy <laughs> and use my hairbrush ah!
1: <laughs>
0: that was my line and I come
1: the, here sassy I remember, if I can find this fucking clip it's remember, gotta be somewhere I
0: remember the guy I heard it on the radio once I, re- I remember the guy kept trying to be like "Well, now why don't you say it like you know sassy's gonna come and I was like okay and I had one I had one tone I did terrible but anyway after we left they wrote me a check for a hundred dollars and I mean I was in fifth grade so that might as well have been 10 billion um i bought a ds with that money but anyway uh which hannah found
1: a ds in one of her boxes that she packed and she goes oh that's just like a fake nintendo switch i was like no
0: It wasn't a a real DS. It was like a fake. It was the only thing you could play on it was Mario Kart. But anyway, so I got that money and that was my first job. And um, my dad, funny story, as we were walking out, I got the hundred dollars for like three minutes of work. My dad was like, that is the most money you're ever going to make for such little work. And I said, bet, I'm going to become a YouTuber. And so... (laughs) <laughs> and now, and now I said, we here. he said, "Jokes on you, Dad!" But that was my first actual like thing I got paid for. My first actual job, like something I worked, was if, I don't know if anybody's ever heard of Barbazon they're basically a like they're a scam you shouldn't do them but i worked for them when i was a kid basically it's like a uh, modeling and acting class so you go to these like modeling and acting classes once a month and your parents pay a fuck ton of money for you to do it me and my sister did it
1: tyra banks told me you should never pay
0: right we did well the moises arias went to barbazon what who the fuck's was on moises? rico in hannah montana so they had a real claim to fame with him oh my um, god not rico also i think and did it that girl with the really curly hair who was in that movie with dwayne the rock johnson about football
1: when was a girl from her high school
0: right okay then not that bleep that out um <laughs> anyway it was that's-
1: younger sister right
0: right so they had a bunch of um like famous people that did it but anyway me and my sister did these classes after i did those classes there was like a big runway show that you did at the end it was very cringe i cannot believe i did this but anyway i was like 12 anyway after you left they would call you and they would be like hey do you want to work as a recruiter for barbazon and me and my sister were like uh hell yeah we do because we didn't have jobs we were like 13 we couldn't even work yet so what we would do Which sister one or two uh two great right yeah Um, so I love that we both knew which one that was (laughs) there was no basis for why we should know what one or two meant (laughs) <laughs> um so anyway um we went to these malls like all across upstate new york and we just stood outside of you know those kiosks in the middle of malls that people are standing in front of like hey can i talk to you about We, we would do, do that. your eyebrows and basically the whole thing was we wanted people to just sign up it was a free like raffle you could enter to win a free class but the whole point of it was to like get people's information so they could try to get them to join the classes like that was the point but so what we would do is we would literally stand for hours outside of these little kiosks and like just try to get people to sign up as like kids i will say i always won as being the person who got the most signups um i was very good at it i would chase people down i was way too aggressive but i was like in it like i was so into it didn't get paid more because i got that but whatever and i think i made like decent money doing that i made like probably like 15 an hour which when i was a kid i was like 13 so that was, that's like,
1: more than i make now I,
0: say, I made like good money doing it and then i also And this is all I did throughout high school was like sporadically every like few weekends I would go work at malls and do that. But one time I got to do one with Old Navy, which this was really cool, where it was like freeze modeling. Like that was the whole campaign. So you were like a mannequin. You like stood on the man. This was at Destiny USA at the Old Navy in the basement. I had to go in beforehand and pick out outfits from Old Navy. And then I stood on the mannequin display and froze and pretended that I was a mannequin as part of my job. That one paid 20 an hour so that's what I did for work when I was growing up was I would just go do these barbazon things and I would like I'm not kidding <laughs> I'm gonna cry I would go do these things I would pay things.
1: hundreds of dollars to see a picture of Hannah frozen as a mannequin at an Old Navy are you fucking <laughs> no that's literally serious? that's
0: what I would do to make like if we needed extra money we could just call and be like hey we're free these weekends you and need me mannequins you know, like literally and they would be like okay like and once you were in you were in like especially if you oh, had good oh yeah Well, if you had a good, you had good
1: mannequin skills. No,
0: the like selling (laughs) skills. If you had good, if you had good recommendations, you like once you were in, you could get more jobs. They still call me. My mom says she still gets phone calls from Barbizon to have me come do stuff. Honestly, I'm a Barbizon success story. Look at me now, Barbizon. Put me in your slideshow. By the way, don't do Barbasol. It is a total scam. Like, we, it was not worth the money. But anyway. Every time you say that, I think of Barbasol,
1: which is that blue stuff that cosmetologists put combs in to clean them. Right. That's it was kind
0: of like that. all I can think of. It was kind of like that, but.
1: Um, my... So that
0: was my first, I also have more, but that was like my first ever job.
1: Um, my first job was bussing tables when I was 10 years old. I'd go to work with my mom, who was a server, oh. and then I would go and bust the tables and get paid a- I'd make fat money doing it. Wait, did,
0: was that? Did you actually do that when you were ten? Um, that seems so
1: young. Probably like twelve. Right. Middle school for sure. I was doing that.
0: Yeah, I'm just making your making your money.
1: I was doing it at. Um...
0: No, were you really? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Before the owner got. He like, the bank, Yeah, ca- the bank caught up to him and he literally fled to Florida and left all of his stuff there.
0: Yeah. I remember that happening. Yeah. Like that's so,
1: yeah. See, my small mom town. worked there.
0: Small town stuff. My we mom worked there it.
1: and then he also was a partial owner of the Valley Diner in Syracuse. So my mom then started working there and I would go with her in the morning at like 5 a.m. Cause she'd work mornings like busing or like she was serving and then I would go there and bus tables.
0: Before school? Or this could not have been when you were in school. No, it must have been okay. like in summers and stuff. Yeah. Wow, that's iconic. Good for you. Yeah.
1: And then my other first job was working at a Christmas tree farm <laughs> where we would, like, it was, like, very seasonal, obviously. And I was also paid on for that. And um, I would go in the wintertime, we would sell the trees and, like, package them up and, like, sell them to people. And then in, like, the spring, I think in, like, April, we would go and, like, plant the trees. And then in like mid fucking July, we would go and prune the trees and you have to wear like long sleeves because you'll get pricked with like the trees and also there are bees. Um,
0: is this where your fear of spiders came from?
1: No, there were no spiders there. My fear of spiders comes from their legs.
0: Right, right. That tracks. How much did you get paid to do the Christmas tree farm?
1: I don't remember. It was like good money. I made like a couple hundred dollars say, in a weekend.
0: I remember that you made good money because I knew you when you were working there. And I felt like you had so much more money than me because you had like your own job where you were like actually making money. and yeah, you were they making were... like good.
1: Yeah, because during the winter is when I worked them. Like I would prune the trees, I think for like two weeks in the summer. And then in the winter, I'd work like every weekend from like the week before thanksgiving until like obviously before christmas and i'd make i remember i loved it because i would work on saturdays and i got to leave swim practice early to go to work and i was like hell oh, fucking yeah <laughs> see you guys later have fun swimming you fucking nerds you nautical nerds
0: i with the christmas trees literally yeah that's like
1: it was kind of rough though because there was like no heat anywhere except for the bathroom Which I do be peeing a lot. I was going to say
0: that probably wasn't terrible for you. Just warm up in the bathroom while you pee every 10 minutes.
1: It was super. And there was a really hot man there. His name was Abe. And he was so hot. And he was probably like eight years older than me.
0: Oh, not one I would know. Not the Abe I know. No, no,
1: no, no. Just like some random man Right, right, right.
0: Nice. So you just got to work with hot lumberjacks, and I was a model at Old Navy. Oh my
1: god, <laughs> lumberjack model. If you Wait. need us, call us. Except I for like, don't.
0: I feel like I need to have a separate category of jobs I only worked at for two days.
1: Right. So care bear. I have a lot Not care of care bear. What is it? Build a bear. I have Hannah. A- Probably still has a check waiting for her at the Build-A-Bear in Destiny, USA, because she literally worked once. No, and then, twice. And twice. then I remember one time we went afterwards, like like literally years. Like probably two or three years after she like just didn't show up again.
0: I stopped going. And
1: she we she would not even let us walk past we would have to like go, go the around. long way so we wouldn't have to walk past fucking Build-A-Bear. Well, so
0: first of all, I did work at Build-A-Bear for two shifts. I have seen the behind the scenes of Build-A-Bear. If you want to know any secrets, I know them. Um, the ins- the no, evolution I really of Build-A-Bear. I learned Stay a lot. tuned. I learned a lot in those two days. And the main thing I learned was that I did not want to work there. Um, they, they, they were... The manager was... Like, absolutely. I'll never forget. I knew it was going to be bad when I was helping undo the stuffing in the back, like for the bears. I was helping undo the stuffing, and the lady was like, What there? does undo the stuffing mean? So it all comes, the stuffing comes, like, shh, see, I know all the secrets. This stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the, stuffing, <laughs> the stuffing for the machines comes in, like, shrink-wrapped packaging. So it's
1: like when so you, you need buy to, a Casper mattress yes, and it's all Yes, you need to compacted. cut it open,
0: but you have to be careful careful not to, like, fuck up the stuffing. So you have to, like, cut it open and then put it all in this big, like... It was kind of like a rolling laundry bin. And then that's how they would bring it out to load up the machines that you did the stuffing through. I've never done a Build-A-Bear. Right. I have. I have. Um, So I... <laughs> so I um was like helping do that and the lady who was like one of the assistant managers was like you're really good at that and I was like it's not hard and she was like well you'd be surprised and I was like if I'm excelling at this aspect of the job I should not be working here like I'm gonna like this is not good and all of the people that worked there just like all hated each other and there was so much drama and the manager was like really mean and like the assistant manager which manager was even meaner like she was so mean they wouldn't tell me when my schedule was and then they got mad at me for not going and I was like I was actually in Rochester visiting you when I was supposed to be working and I was like yeah I'm like not." There, because you didn't tell me I needed to work. Um, so I just stopped going. And I think I still have a check there for like 150 bucks.
1: It's probably still there. I think they have to like legally try to give it to you. RIT keeps trying to give me like a $40 check from years ago, but I have to go on campus to go get it. And I simply... I'd rather not have $40 than right. drive to campus. That I mean, is how
0: I feel about my Build-A-Bear check. I'm like, I, I,
1: you can keep it.
0: Right. The other um, job I had that I quit very quickly was I was an overnight RA at my dorm in Fredonia. Oh, that
1: sounds terrible. It was.
0: I worked from 3.30 a.m. till 6.30 a.m. I did make a lot of fucking money. It was basically just like when the RAs didn't want to be on duty anymore, I would go down there twice a week and sit there for three hours at night and like check people in and stuff like that. But nobody was there because it was 3 30 until 6 30 so the whole time I did it I checked in like one person one time and it was a girl checking out a guy she had just fucked like that was literally it so it was like (laughs) just like such a weird thing and I hated it because I like threw off my sleep schedule and I was like fucked up about it so I quit that and then also I worked as a busser at a local restaurant in our very small town it was like the only restaurant in the town no there was two technically this was like the fancy restaurant in the town I worked as a busser I quit because the owner
1: was bad he was so many bad things about him almost
0: every kid who went to our school worked at that restaurant at some point for some span of time I know like everyone that I was friends with worked there I worked there for three shifts I saw the owner chuck a frying pan across the room at a cook that was working and the cook walked out and I was like, I'm done. Um, but also funny story, this girl who I actually despise now, um, but we were like friends, she got me the job because she who? worked there. <laughs> she um was the one who was like training me and she literally lied to me. I was like, Oh yeah, because I'm training you, I get your tips and <gasps> Wait,
1: I remember that. You just like I just like had a Jimmy Neutron blame, brain blast.
0: Blaine and just Blaine blast. And just literally took my tips and was like well this is how it works and I was like okay because I'd never worked in a restaurant before so I didn't know right and then one of the head cooks who was actually iconic she had been there for like 15 years I don't know how the fuck she did it but she was like Hannah where are your tips and I was like oh I gave them to her and she was like no absolutely not that is not how that should be going she was like and also same girl who stole my tips fucked me over because it was she got there like four we both did and it was dead and she was like I'm gonna ask if I can go home early and I was it was a Friday night I'm going to ask if I can go home early. Um, We got slammed and I was the only busser working, like the only one. So I'm running around this restaurant. It was my third shift, I think. So I wasn't even fully trained yet. Running around sweating. Like everything was, it was a blur. But at the end of the night, it was so bad that that woman who had been there for 15 years was like, can we give every, can everyone give Hannah a round of applause for how well she did? (laughs) Because I was the only busser and I was busting my ass. And then I was like, I'm done. And then I left right after that. Great.
1: Yeah, so. I forgot that that place was terrible to work for. But I remember you and, and also, also all worked there. there.
0: They all worked there. All Crazy. of them. Yeah, so that place was terrible. And I think that's really it for jobs that I worked really a short period of time. For like three days and then quit. Because there were a few of those for And then me.
1: the rest were daycare for you. Various daycares you worked yeah. at for a while. No,
0: you're actually right. I think the rest were... Pretty much daycare. Whether cares.
1: in Syracuse or in Rochester, you worked well, at daycare, day
0: I did daycare work in Syracuse and Rochester, you're right. But I stayed much longer at the Rochester one just because I was like living there. Right. Um, And that one, I could have so many fucking stories I could tell about working daycare in Rochester. It was absolutely fucking atrocious. It was terrible. Yikes. Worst. Not the kids. I loved working with kids. That's when I realized I wanted to work with kids was like when I worked at daycare because I loved it. But um, I hated the owners the owners would literally like we were making i mind you i was making like 7 dollars an hour like in 2016 doing daycare the owners would they were loaded because they had multiple of these same daycares they were rich as fuck and so was the manager and they would all go on like these week long vacations to like dubai and france and we'd be like hey can i get a day off so i can like i don't know not want to kill myself and they'd be like absolutely not we're short staffed and i was like right 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 they also right. got mad at me because I started going to school and I asked them before I started classes like hey I need to leave at this time and then every day it would get to that time and I'd be like hey I gotta go and they called me in for my review and they were like you're always just so anxious to leave why is that why are you just so on edge to leave and I was like because I have to get to class which I told you about before I started doing it it was a shit show I hated working at that daycare in the end I'm glad I quit but yeah And then I started doing YouTube.
1: Boo. Yeah,
0: those were pretty much all of my jobs, I think. Besides YouTube. Right. Do you have any other ones?
1: Yeah, all my, like, actual jobs that I got paid for. I've only had, like, a couple, though. I worked at Dunkin' Donuts.
0: For, like, a long time.
1: I worked at Dunkin' Donuts for six years. Yeah. I was promoted to a shift supervisor after like a month and a half of working there because everyone was so incompetent it was the easiest job in my life i have so many stories that i could tell you guys like one time this girl she was working there her name was jenna we're fine to say her name i don't even remember her last name okay um i know who you're talking about she was awful she was so bad and she would only. she was like a she was a shift manager and she was always just like put herself on the window and then what and she would always put me on sandwich station and like at Dunkin' Donuts, like they actually have to, like make the sandwiches, and like I was super fast at it because I'm just like fucking hyperactive. So, I remember I used to like race people that were making drinks for inside, that, like the cafe drinks. I would race them and make the food before they'd make the drinks. And then this one morning I came in, mind you, I like open. I was there like five a.m. And I'm also a shift manager, so I was like, okay, we're gonna put Jenna on sandwich station. I'm gonna do order taker because I love doing order taker.
0: He's very social, if you can't tell.
1: And she came in, and she tried to put me on sandwich station. And I said, absolutely not. And then she was like, what do you mean? And I was like, I got here first. I'm running the shift. You're not gonna tell me where I'm gonna go. I do that literally five days a week. You stand there at the window and do literally the bare minimum five days a week and get paid the same amount as me. So today you're gonna do this. And she literally started fucking bawling her eyes out. And then she goes in the back and she actually goes outside and it's like standing by our drive-thru pad where we like take orders, but we get a camera. And she's like calling our manager and she's like, these being to be, be, and I literally go on the headset and I'm like, you can cry to her all you want. This is absolutely not happening. I actually do yes, that? I was like not happening. And then my manager came in and she was super mad at me because she was like, I told you not to get in fights on the floor. And I was like, there was no one in here. There was no Fire me. Fire me. Fire me.
0: Fire me. That's fire David's me. favorite thing to say because most of the coffee shops that he works at, he knows that he, especially at this particular one, he knew that that store could not function without him because it was in our very small town and the pickings were slim of who to hire. Fire me. And he was like one of the only employees that actually showed up consistently and did his job properly. So they knew they couldn't fire him. And you also knew they couldn't fire you. Fire me. So it, it led to some tension, I think, at Do times.
1: It. I used to live at home. I didn't have a rent payment. Fire me. You literally me.
0: didn't at the time. Fire me. I miss those days when we were all just like making money and not having to pay bills.
1: That was lit. <laughs> it
0: was a good time. And then I
1: worked there for forever. And then I transferred to a different Dunkin' when I moved to Rochester. Um, And I worked there for a while until I got into a management, I got into an argument with my manager. Um,
0: Why did you quit that Dunkin'? I don't know if I remember this story. So
1: I left the Scottsville Road Dunkin' Donuts because the manager was like awful. And I remember one time we like got in an argument and she was like, We were, like, really busy, and she was just, like, sitting in the back, like, doing nothing, and I was like, can you come out here and help us? And then she, like, came out, and she was like, you can't talk to me like that. You need to go home. And I was like, actually, I'm not going to go home because I don't want to leave this crew short-staffed, which is counter to what you're doing in the back by not coming out here and helping us. And then she was like, you need to go home. And I was like, don't talk to me like that. And then she goes, do not clap at me. And I said, then do your job. And then, like, literally a week later, I got transferred to a different store love the store i got transferred to it was brand new it was the one on clay road (laughs) David. it was so cute and fun um i loved it but then i hated it at the end because it was like i hated fucking doing it so i did no call no shows like three weekends in a row and then like the fourth weekend (laughs) normally it's like you do a no call no show like you're done right yeah she literally called me one weekend and was like um are you gonna come in this weekend (laughs) and i was like (laughs) no no I couldn't be me sis and she was like okay (laughs) Uh, maybe she still manages there I don't know I liked her she was fine but then after I quit there I just like did my like interpreting gig for a while and then um, I needed, I wanted some extra cash, so I got a job at Famous Footwear, and that's where I <gasps> worked with Snaggletooth Karen. That's, I, a, that's what I called wait, her. Wait, wait,
0: wait! I have mentally blocked out the fact that you worked at Famous Footwear. I literally completely forgot that you did this. Okay, go Bro, ahead. I
1: fucking hated it. I will never work this in retail. So bad. I will never work in retail again. I just like could not do it. The, my like co-assistant manager was awful. I made thirteen dollars an hour as an assistant manager. Not having it, not doing it. Um, you are well, not
0: made for retail.
1: No, I cannot do it. I also will yell at a bitch if they're being rude. Well,
0: because you're not a customers always right type of person, which no. I respect about you, but it's not good for a retail setting when like that is unfortunately their entire MO, you right. know?
1: So my only really funny story from there is one time I was in the front and I was, like, stacking boxes and, like, m- checking things in or whatever. And then the other person was, like, in, like, organizing fucking shoes or whatever. And the rule was, like, you have to follow around people. But they literally wanted you to, like, racially profile. And they were, like, oh, that's a black person. Follow them around the store. I mean, they didn't say that, but they said that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I was, like, no. If they want to steal, they can steal. Like, I don't care. I don't mind. does It doesn't affect my bottom line. I don't give a shit this woman comes in and she steals like 16 pairs of shoes and the woman that was with me was so mad like it was going to come out of her paycheck and i was like i don't think famous footwear needs the money and she was like why don't you <laughs> she was like why don't you care about this and i was like cuz they don't i get paid 13 dollars an hour they could suck my whole dick. I don't give a fuck. You're
0: not gonna stop someone from shoplifting. No, potentially I'm, put yourself at risk for right, thirteen dollars like I'm hour. I'm like, I'm
1: gonna assume she needs shoes or she needs money. Right. And honestly, famous footwear needs a little less. So there we go. So there we go. And then I got a job at Starbucks. Actually, I was doing that and Starbucks. Um. Then I got a job at Starbucks. I have so many Starbucks stories. I will tell one right now. And was it was gonna
0: say, pick like your fave.
1: One lady came in. And she went to the drive-thru and then um, one of my coworkers, her name was April, was working. That's not her
0: real name. Right. Good job. Her
1: name was April, was working. Her name was April, was working. Right. April, was working. Great job. And she was taking orders. And this woman goes through drive-thru. I'm like, have a to uh, I'm not really listening. And then she comes back through the drive-thru. And we have like a line in the drive-thru. And like, I just want to say, if you have a mobile order or like you need something like a hot coffee, why are you waiting in my drive-thru line that has 15 cars in it and when you could just simply use your legs and walk inside? Super sorry. You're dumb. She goes in line. I
0: do that. You're done. She goes in line. For, in defense of all the people who wait in line for their mobile order, that is me. Thank you so much.
1: You stupid. So I... She comes back through and she goes, oh, I'm just in line because you forgot to give me a straw. So I'm going to wait in this line again until you give me a straw. And I said, actually, April, I'm supposed to be clocked out right now, but I'll wait until she comes to the window and then I'll gladly talk to her. Oh, fuck. And then she comes to the window and she goes, oh, I'm just here to get my straw. And I go, oh, do we not give you one? And she was like, no. And you, you're you supposed to give me a straw with every order. And I was like, well, actually, ma'am, Starbucks... Um, spent a lot of money designing these lids that you don't need a straw for. So we don't actually have to give you a straw with your iced coffee because you can just drink it out of the lid. Right. And she was like, no, you're supposed to give me one. And I was like, ma'am, when when did you work at Starbucks? And she literally went, oh, that's how you're going to be. And I was like, what do you mean? I'm just telling you, we spent a lot of money developing these lids so the environment didn't have to deal with the plastic straws. And now you're up in arms because we didn't give you one, and that's not our policy. And then she took it and drove away really quickly.
0: David is peeing, but I just want to say... if you get your mobile order through the drive-through, I'm with you. I don't think you're stupid, and I don't think he does either. I think he just um, complains anyway. Thank you, David. Have fun editing this. Bye. Um,
1: I probably have more Starbucks. Oh, I can tell a Duncan story. Um, I was an assistant manager at Duncan. I'm just a bar- I'm just a- I'm just a lowly barista at Starbucks. <laughs> 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 um. So I don't have any more. I probably do have more funny Starbucks stories, but I can't think of any. But when we were, when I was at Dunkin', one person came in and they were like being super rude to me.
0: Big mistake.
1: Mistake number one. I will yell at you. I will lose my job. Yeah. I don't get paid enough to be disrespected. I will absolutely go out fucking guns a-bleasing. Actually, I'm probably going to quit Starbucks. Don't tell my employer. Um, Hannah was like, you should just like, cuss him out and leave.
0: I just feel like, I was like, if you're going to quit, make it dramatic. Like, why would you not? It's, everybody's had a rough year. They could use some drama. Like, just make it dramatic. I think that some people choose nice and you choose violence.
1: I do choose violence. I wake up every single day and choose violence. But my funny story from Duncan is that it was, at the, it was at the Dunkin' on Scottsville Road, which is, like, probably the worst Dunkin'. Like, honestly, if you go to Dunkin' Donuts in Rochester, do not go there. It's it bad. Is, it is not clean. No. Like, it is, like, it doesn't matter if you clean, it doesn't get
0: clean. Like, that's how dirty it is. Yeah. It was bad. Um, also, the food is always wrong, and so is the coffee. Even when my friends were making my coffee, it was always wrong. So. Right. Super sorry about that. Right. It's fine. <laughs> this
1: man was being, like, super rude, and he was like, I want to talk to your manager. And I was like, okay. And then I spun in a circle, and I said, I am the manager. <laughs> What? What? Were you the manager? Yeah, I was the shift.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, so there you my go. manager wasn't there. Did you feel good about that?
1: No, I did. And then I would have w- felt so powerful. No, and then I was like, I don't care who you are. Don't talk to me that way. Don't talk to my staff that way. Don't come back if you're gonna behave this way. And then he left, and someone else like behind him in line was like. I just want to say that I think that you handled that really well and that people shouldn't like talk to service workers that way and I'm like yeah you're fucking right I'll beat a bitch up absolutely not do not talk to me that way no one gets to talk to me that way except for Hannah and she doesn't talk to me that way
0: I literally never have but also <laughs> the one thing I love about you is that a lot of times I feel like especially in the jobs that you work like Starbucks and Dunkin and things like that people are afraid to advocate for themselves because they're afraid to lose their jobs so you advocate for them like David is not just this nasty you're not nasty David doesn't just defend. I'm,
1: a, I'm a nasty woman <laughs> yeah.
0: David doesn't just defend himself against customers for like himself he will do it for his co-workers too. oh my god yeah any day like David like I did with care. April exactly. I'm like absolutely
1: April you're nice let me talk to this nasty bitch because I will literally no do not talk don't come back don't come back
0: He doesn't. He doesn't take it from like not only for himself but also for other people, which is why I respect you so much. Because like it would be very easy for you to be like, okay, handle this yourself, April. But you're like, no, 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 April. I know who I am, and I know I can handle this better than you, and I will help you with this because that's bullshit. Like
1: you'll be too nice. She needs to be put in her place. Exactly. Right. She thinks that she's better than us, and I'm gonna make sure that she feels like shit at the end of this conversation. Right. Let's let's. That's
0: what they're. That's what those customers are trying to do by belittling and demeaning you. Right. Yeah. So like, why? Because they think they can get away with it. Exactly. So like, why would you not be able to do it back and be like, "Oh, you're gonna try to make me feel like shit? That's cute. Oh my god. Thank you. That's
1: so funny. I I literally, I literally stayed late that day. I was like supposed to be clocked out. I was like, "You let me do this. I
0: have time for this one. Right. (laughs) Right. Um. So yeah, those were kind of our normal jobs, and then now I do um YouTube. Which kind of segues us into this next topic we had an idea for for a podcast. I don't know how long this is going to take. But I had an idea of like to David, what has it been like to have a friend who is like a, a – I don't like to say famous because I do not think that I am famous. I think I'm just like a public figure in some sense. Right. Like I don't think that I would constitute as like a famous person. Right. So, like, we had the idea of talking about, like, what that was like for him. Like, the growth of everything. Because I feel like I've talked about a lot on my channel what it's like for me. But I feel like it'd be interesting to hear about it from other people in my life that, like, have been here this entire journey. Um, so, I
1: honestly don't even think Hannah's famous. No. Um, I don't either. It's so funny because, like, we've read on Reddit recently, like, people being like, David needs to respect Hannah's channel. First of all, <laughs> No. Second of all? Now we literally say that to each other.
0: I just want to preface it with saying, I did not read this on Reddit. Charles read it on Reddit and said, don't tell David there's a Reddit thread about him. And then David found out oh about my it anyway. I thrive off of the hate. I don't read Reddit. I cannot stress this enough. Regardless. So now, now we say to each other, David, why don't you just respect just my channel? Respect God. my <laughs> channel.
1: So you've now become cannon fodder. Thank you so much. It's literally so funny. I'll literally just walk in and Hannah will be like, David, I don't think you're respecting my channel.
0: <laughs> we do do that. We do do that. We do. It's funny. Oh my god,
1: it's literally so funny.
0: I also knew though that David was gonna get some hate. Because I'm very
1: polarizing, and I am. An, I know that.
0: I knew bringing him into this light. I also wouldn't have done it if I didn't think you could handle it, though. Which is right. why I was like, I think this is fine because I know that you right. handle these. And things we're well. just here
1: having fun. We're exactly. We're just, we're just literally chit chatting. This yeah. is like this is Silly not like mood. my next big project. No. Um. Yeah, um, I think that I don't think of you any differently, like literally at all. You're still just like a fucking weirdo. <laughs> um <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Um Yeah, I don't know. I think the only thing that's You've been really with
0: me when I've been recognized before. What is that like?
1: Um embarrassing for the people that recognize you for sure
0: Why? because they're, they're they act like
1: you're like a god i know They're sometimes. like oh my god is that smoky glow i'm sorry do you mean the woman that doesn't even salt her water when she makes pasta is that who you're talking about right now is that really who you're choosing to fangirl over because you're <laughs> kidding like what and then my favorite thing to do which is I
0: think you will never let me live down the not salting my water she salts
1: the pasta after it's cooked like she's literally fucked up guys I don't know if you know this (laughs) she's fucked up Um, but I think my favorite thing about you being famous is being in public with you and going oh my god is that smoky glow and then she goes David stop that is the
0: meanest thing that he does to me because I live in constant fear (laughs) because when you're this is the thing I don't want to sound pretentious like oh my god I'm so famous he can't go anywhere. I literally don't get recognized that often however it has happened and there's always the chance and ever since it started happening more frequently in the past like six months i get really bad anxiety that somebody's just gonna like pop up and be like oh my god hi and i'm not gonna know what to do so when david does that it makes me so mad it's literally my we'll favorite be in, like a public crowded it brings restaurant me so much we'll joy be in a crowded restaurant he'll go oh my god is that smoky glow <laughs> but,
1: okay i have like two things that are like my mo with hannah right one is oh my god is that smoky glow doesn't matter where we are doesn't matter if we've been together for hours doesn't matter if she just arrived to the beach i'm like oh my god guys is that smoky glow speaking
0: of the beach david also has gotten all of his friends to say it so i will arrive to the beach and i will hear a chorus of oh my god is that smoky glow (laughs) from like 15 different people and i'm like literally shut the fuck up so that's
1: one of my favorite things and my other favorite thing is to just be like sitting next to hannah and they go <gasps> he does like she that. scared me he'll um, he'll
0: be walking like literally walking he sees me for a good minute and then he'll walk past me he'll go <gasps> oh my god jesus what are you doing there <laughs> it's very funny
1: um yeah that's all i have to say really i feel like it's not that different i feel like the only thing is different is like not to sound rude, but like you're financially stable now, mm. which is like just like different. Like now we have like this house to live in, and I said, <laughs> We like I live here, but I'm here like literally every single now day. Yeah. Whether I'm doing like podcast stuff or editing stuff, or just like I also clean here, like yeah, I do, or we're just hanging out, like I'm literally always here, right? Um, so it feels like I live here. But like it's just like another place to like hang out because for a long time we didn't have like a good place to hang out because no. like I live in literally one room. Um, I mean my apartment's cute and I like hosting people, but it's like a little different when like, you know. Well, there's the- not like
0: room to like spread out there. It's all yeah. kind of on top of each other. Yeah. But it's like here we have a room. I will say the only thing that I think is really funny is, and not that I ever expected, I, so I like thought at a certain point, you guys would get like way more interested in YouTube. Like, because it started becoming, when I first started, it was much more of a hobby. Like you guys would be like, oh cute, you have 500 subscribers. Eh, cute. Um, <laughs> Like that was it. And I understood that. But then when it started becoming more of like my job, I expected them to ask me questions about it in the same way I would ask about like David's job or like Rick's job or like our friend Zach. Like I, those are my like besties I thought they would start asking me questions they don't care Um, they never ask (laughs) they don't care they don't care what's going on they don't really care how the job's going they don't really care about any of it and I definitely think that that's interesting because I feel like even when I worked in daycare I got more questions about my job whereas now you guys are just like right she does this weird thing whatever um
1: so now that i'm doing this i'm like posting on youtube i am like more interested in like the analytics of it all i think the problem with your main channel is that i could not possibly care any less about the content i'm so sorry no. she's filming a video this week about lime crime who
0: could not care less
1: i don't give a fuck oh my god i heard her yesterday she's talking about she's doing yasser pas yesterday i was here and I literally was standing outside the door waiting to come in because I was, like, waiting until, like, because I, like, edit, so I know how, like, editing is, so I was yeah. waiting until she was, like, you know, between sentences or, like, finishing a thought before I came in, and she, st- she was like, yeah, this palette, like, looks a little different and at this angle. This looks like a muted red, and I, so I, I walk in, I, like, tell her what I need to tell her, and then I was like, you are totally right. That palette <laughs> does look like a muted red from that angle. That is super crazy. He
0: doesn't care.
1: I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I don't really wear makeup. I don't. No. I'm, I don't know any of the people that should... She's doing evolutions of uh, no. on. I don't know any of the people that she's like talking about drama wise. I like I just don't know them. So I just don't care. And I'm not one to really care about things like that. Like, as you guys probably learned in the roasting celebrity looks, I don't know who, like, actual celebrities are. You think I know yeah. who, like, YouTube celebrities are? Right. Zero percent chance. Like, I, I just don't know. I don't care. I will never know. I will never care.
0: I will say, though. Love you. Well, I was going to say it. <laughs> to your defense. Um, Stop disrespecting my channel. God. Oh, my God. I'm... David,
1: could you show some respect to Hannah's channel? No. Frankly. Simply no. Who is snarkling glarn? <laughs>
0: I will say to you and also my other friends' credit, I do feel like when a big milestone happens, you are all very supportive and very proud. Like
1: when you hit four hundred thousand, or like when you hit three hundred thousand, we're like, that's that's actually cool. That's good. Like I don't want it to come. I
0: don't want it to come across like. Or when I did like my Midas collab, you guys all were. Oh yeah, like that's
1: like when she does actually cool things. That's cool. When she posts about fucking. Hey, sisters. I don't care. He doesn't care. I didn't care about James Charles 10 years ago, if he was even on YouTube five years ago yesterday. I don't give a shit. Right. He could never post again. I wouldn't know until Charles bursts in the room and goes, James Charles just quit YouTube. (laughs) I'm like, that's the only way that I would know about that. Right. So it's just like, I don't care about the content. I
0: think too, like, it's also kind of nice because kind of like what you said The only time I ever meet people who know about my channel, it's usually people that are very, like, excited to meet me, which is amazing. Like, I love meeting people. I think it's so crazy to, like, put a number to a face. Like, that's, like, the most surreal thing. But it's also kind of nice that, like, in my personal life, none of you give a shit. Because, like, it makes me feel a lot less pressure. Like, I don't have to be, like, oh, I'm smoky Glow while I'm hanging out with you guys. Right. You guys literally could give two shits about, like, what my job is or, like, what I'm doing or, like, how much money I'm making or, like, whatever. And I feel like it's very nice – especially with the core group of friends that I've had for so long that were friends with me before this channel started, it's very nice to know that I can be around them and be with them and none of them are going to be like treat me in any way, shape, or form differently because I do this YouTube channel or because I have some sort of like – like we've had issues in the past where we've had friends who like – are newer friends to us. And we found out that they're kind of like doing some shady stuff in regards to the channel. And like, they're kind of being like, I don't want to say clout chasey. Cause that sounds bad. Like but they're
1: exploitative. Like, yeah. They're of. being
0: exploitative or they're trying to be kind of usey where they like, try to use me for things. And like, it's been a really unsettling feeling to have that happen because I've never dealt with that before in my life. Like I've never dealt with people. I, like, there was no reason to use me before <laughs> any of this. So it's just kind of like weird. Um, but it is really nice. I actually appreciate having friends that, like, don't give a shit about YouTube drama and, like, don't care about any of this stuff. It just and literally... makes you
1: realize, like, the stakes aren't as high as they af- yes. af- they feel they are to you. Because, like, yes. it is your job and it is important and you do make money from it and it is your living. But it's, like, when you're, like, doing it yourself, I'm sure that it can feel very overwhelming it and that there, are, there are people just, like, you're, like, this is everything. And then she hangs out with me and I'm, like, I don't give a fuck
0: about yeah. Tati. Who is Tati? Right. Who is that is your Tati? cousin? I don't give a fuck. Exactly. I feel like there's a lot of pressure that can be involved with this job and so it's nice to have people around who are like this isn't you gotta chill. Like this isn't the end of the world. If like, whatever, whatever thinks this, you know what I mean. Like sometimes I can get really bogged down in hate comments too, and I'll tell them. Like I'll tell David, I'll be like, somebody said this about me, and he literally just starts cackling. And that seems callous, but it's like the best response you can have because I get so bogged down and stuff, and I really let stuff affect me. And to be with another person, like you do it, Charles does it too, where you guys just laugh at like these comments, and you're like, how can you not see how stupid that is, right. and like, how can you you not see how like almost comically stupid that is and that does help I think with like do it. I think if I had people who are like, oh, my God, no, not this person doing this. I think that would be too much. Right,
1: because then it, like, makes you put more weight No, and I'd be too it. in
0: it. Like, my life right. would constantly revolve around this. Whereas right now, I do my job. And then you guys, especially my guy friends, like, never ask me about it or really care. And right. then it's, like, a nice balance because I can just, like, go be Hannah and just, like, vibe and chill. And, like...
1: She's just being Miley. My hate comments that I get are just blatant
0: homophobia. I will say – You do get a lot of homophobic comments, and I was not prepared for that when I started this podcast with you. And it has been jarring to see people like
1: "That's a gay, bitch." It sure is.
0: It's. I've had to delete comments without telling David because it really bothers me. I I know it doesn't bother you as much, but like it really bothers me when I see stuff that's blatantly homophobic and terrible. Mm. I didn't realize that like. (laughs) "Hmm." Uh, yeah, well, because I never had had to deal with that, even though I'm bisexual, but I've never had anybody be like, I'm in a straight passing relationship, so I've never had anybody try to give me shit for that, whereas, like, it's jarring to see how bold yeah. people are about homophobia on the internet. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ.
1: So if you're going to hate the gays, I don't know, fucking figure it out. Figure it out. Right. Hmm. Hmm.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Anyway. That's it for me. Yeah. Anything else? I think that was pretty much it. I feel like that was a good conversation. Yeah. We kind of combined everything we wanted to combine.
1: Yeah. So I think that's it. Um, <laughs> We did so great. So good. Okay. Let's do a real. It is, let's do a real. It is,
0: wait, can I just disclaim this? It is so blisteringly hot in this room. It's
1: so hot. The windows are open.
0: The windows are open and I am still, I'm sweating. My face is red just from like speaking. Like I literally don't know why it's so hot in here. But I apologize if throughout the progression of this podcast I've gotten more and more. I feel like sweaty. I'm sweaty. Re- I feel like I'm red so... and sweaty because I'm literally like I. It's so fucking hot in here. Some
1: okay. of the rooms in this house are 500 degrees, and some of them are one degree. It's
0: either, it, and bonkers. we don't know why. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, all right, we are gonna go. Thanks for watching. Thank you so much for watching Glow Standards. We hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Like, enjoyed... subscribe,
1: get a little notification when we post. We're gonna start posting Thursdays at noon.
0: Follow us on Instagram at Glow Show. Follow us on TikTok.
1: Follow us on TikTok. We post
0: some pretty good TikToks.
1: We're pretty great. We're actually at pretty TikTok-ing. bad at TikTok. We're so bad at TikTok. <laughs> really bad. We're TikTok. so bad. I've, but it's
0: we're two twenty-seven-year-olds. I, so. I have
1: the rhythm of a wet, undercooked. Oh
0: my god! We tried to do butter Alfredo wait, noodle. Let me tell this one story and then we can end. We tried to do the TikTok trend that's like where you jump around and you like shake your butt when you're like, "If you want my body." And Turns out of- I can't hear music. David was so. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't. I'm not the best dancer. David was, it was like another, I've never seen him look so uncomfortable in my entire life than when we were trying to do this trend. Sometimes I'm bad. I was like, right left right left couldn't i was like, do it. front
1: sideways
0: was <laughs> like shimmy shimmy shake shake i was like david no couldn't do it so we won't be doing too many tiktok dances but we have some funny memes that we've posted right
1: also like maybe we'll do a tiktok of me like trying to learn tiktok dances and you can just roast me in the comments i thought
0: about doing a video as like a bonus video or maybe a vlog video of like teaching you tiktok dances because i know some of them and i feel like it would like the easier ones i know i feel like it would be funny to try to teach you
1: yeah. Can I try to Funny. teach you the
0: hoedown down throw down? Nope.
1: Okay, Pop it, guys. Rocket,
0: it, polka dotted, country find hip hop it. Put your hawk in the sky, move side to side, jump to the left, kick it, glide, zigzag across the floor. <laughs> Just for I can know. Okay. Anyway. Um, okay.
1: Like comment, subscribe, get a notification when we post, email us at glow at gmail.com. We're going to do probably, I think our next video that we're going to do is going to be on just advice. Like looking at your fan emails. So send us more emails. One, um, wait, one person asked, this person wants to know if you like the show, big little lies.
0: I fucking love it. It's one of my favorite shows.
1: Um, Yep, that's all. That's all. That's all they wanted. <laughs> that's all they wanted. Okay. There's the shortest email we got. I love that show. <laughs> Literally,
0: no. That is one of my favorite shows. I'm anxiously awaiting season three. Anyway, goodbye.
1: Bye.